eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. All right, we are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Uh, things are pretty doom and gloom right now. And we're nor- we normally try and like find something out of the game, even if it's an L, that you can move forward, things will be okay, you have this going on. But it was every single phase of this football game. We talked about the defense. We talked about the offense. They've added some injuries tonight, which is an ideal for some of their best defensive players. And now special teams which is just another head scratcher how in the world our guy Evan McPherson at a time I thought they were going to go for it when they were in uh, Brown's territory I was like you know what kick the field goal get some points on the board that makes sense you know just try to try to make it look a little better and that was a miss extra point they get they make the touchdown I'm like oh they'll get the extra point no problem no extra point I almost left to go like get, get fill my water, and then I just see, oh, he missed. And I was watching the Manning cast, so like some yeah. of the stuff kind of flies by because they're not really giving good play by play; they're having good conversations, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I wish they talked more about football, but we didn't give them a reason to. Yeah, no, I, I like that is concerning with Evan McPherson. Um, you know, I think yeah, the extra point. It, that would feel fluky if he didn't also miss a kick. Yeah. It would be like, oh, okay, whatever. There's other problems. And obviously there's other problems that are higher on the list. But when Evan McPherson is Mr. Automatic, it is pretty concerning. At the same time, it does kind of have me question because there have been times this season that Evan has made it, but it's been a little like, ooh, that one was a close one. I thought he was going to miss it there. Um, that it's kind of felt like that all season with without his guy Clark. Um, but he's, but he's made them, you know, he's made some great kicks. It just, there's been times where it's like, Oh, that was a close one for him. So I don't know. I just feel like that's another thing that we're going to be watching this season. And Kevin Huberman, you can't, you can't have that happen. I'm sorry. And what we're seeing in pregame with drew taking punts out there, practicing his punts, 
pretty productive punts in pregame over the last two weeks during game or before games. And it just feels like I don't know how much longer that leash is going to be for Kevin Huber. And if that move gets made this week. Yeah. Um, and obviously tonight wasn't about Kevin Huber the whole game or anything like that, but it's still something that adds to the resume right now. I, I just think the Kevin Huber thing. Yeah. It, I mean, maybe bring in Chris Smith at this point because it really can't get much worse. He's having at least one shank a game, which is disappointing because I felt like he looked fine in the preseason. And then he actually got off to a hot start, which made me think, Oh, he came in ready this year. And I don't know what's going on. He's older. It's just a sad way to go out. If you lose your job mid season as a, one of the longest tenured Bengals and that I remember, but that's life. Uh, you got to play better too. Um, so do you think it looks this bad next week? Do you think the offense looks no. this bad? You don't I think don't. the offense looks this bad? I don't because they do this my whole entire life. This Bengals team has done this. They will put you down in the dumps after just being on fire offensively over two weeks and just find a way to lose a game in prime time on Monday night football and look bad in all three phases and come out and and win a game they, they they do i feel that way but if they don't if they don't white flag is up right now and i'm like there's a problem because you're going into your bye week and you're four and five and the hopes of turning it around is very concerning yeah um not great i feel like it, it'll be better just because i feel like the browns just it's Look, their Super Bowl, no, but it really feels like I, it every time they I, play. I, I hate that. I hate that too. Because I hate that too. So many teams said that about the Bengals, and everybody made fun of them. And now I'm seeing all of the Bengals fans try to say it about the. Browns, I say that jokingly. Like, I say I know, that. Jokingly I think there are people that say it their... seriously, though. It's like they're saying, like, "Oh, the Browns are celebrating. This is their Super Bowl." It's like, like man, they're just happy they won. It's just like when the Bengals beat the Chiefs or the Bengals beat the Ravens twice. It's like it's not their Super Bowl. They just. You know, it's just exciting to beat a good team, but I don't know. It's, I think they'll look better next week, but this is very concerning for me for this team to actually be a contender this year. I, it almost does start to feel like it's slipping away a little bit and I don't know. That's really disappointing when this is one of the years that you could really, really compete with Burrow on a rookie contract. On paper, you have this good defense, and I know they're facing injuries. On paper, you have studs everywhere in this offense, even without Chase, and it just looks like this. It's just they're over-reliant on the Chase explosive plays. They don't live consistently down to down. They're This is bad. I mean, this – this offensive performance is is up there for – I think it was worse than what it looked like in 2020 at times. In 2020, like, Burrow's taking a ton of sacks, but they scored 30 against the Browns twice. I, they couldn't move the ball today. The, I mean, shoot. I, I It's hard to come away with too many positives after a game like this, but, I mean, it, it's – I think it gets better because I don't know how much worse it could get. I guess the only worst thing would be if Burrow threw a bunch of interceptions or something. At least he did a fairly good job. He didn't throw a single interceptable pass. Yeah. He just threw the pick because it got tipped at the line. I I think, really, to be completely honest, when I think about the offense tonight, and you're obviously going to go back and watch the tape and, and watch the plays, but 
I think the offensive line was a liability tonight. And I, and I've praised them over the last few weeks because I was like, wow, they're really getting it. The chemistry is really starting with this team and, you know, credits to the offensive line. They deserve it. I think it's fair and it's okay if it happens. I mean, it, it will happen where they have bad games, but I felt like it was a liability and it didn't help Joe Burrow or any of his weapons tonight. It didn't help this offense move the ball down the field. And honestly, it was really scary at times because I don't want Joe Burrow with taking that many hits in a game ever again. Um, and it's the narrative. It feeds that narrative on national TV too. Not that that's the most important thing that really doesn't matter, but everybody says, oh man, I'm right about this offensive line. It's terrible. It's brutal. They spent all this money on this offensive line to look like this. And after a few weeks to look okay, to, to play the way they did, it just, I, I think tonight I, I would point most of my fingers at the offensive line and it's fair to, it's fair to bring up the execution. It's fair to bring up some of the calls. It's, it's, it, it was bad, but I mean, not taking shots down the field to your receivers at, at some point in this game when you're down by a couple scores is a problem too. And a huge question mark. So yeah, I personally, I, I will say this about going into this next game. Uh, you look at the, after tonight, when I think of the AFC, I think it's two games. It's two teams right now. It's the Kansas city chiefs and the Buffalo bills and the drop off is huge. I'm sorry, Baltimore Ravens fans, and everyone else in the AFC, it is just bunched and lumped together right in the middle. And it's just those two teams. And and Cincinnati feels so far away from those two teams right now. And that is really disappointing. Uh, because like you said, you you have this quarterback on a rookie deal. You come off the Super Bowl. You have the talent. Yes, you're dealing with injuries. But guess what? All teams deal with injuries and they have to face them and they have to figure it out. And right now, it just feels like just such a gap. And that's disappointing. And it almost feels like even if you win next week, that there's still so much more they have to do to climb in and getting out of the bye week, what that looks like, who returns. Um, it doesn't get easier for you. It really gets hard. The difficult part of the schedule hasn't really even started yet. Half. Yeah. So that's very concerning. You you get that Kansas City Chiefs game. You have the Titans who are semi-rolling right now. Steelers could be getting TJ Watt back, of course. For that game, when they face them in prime time, my least favorite time slot in the world. And then you've got to finish the Cleveland Browns, and they're going to get their quarterback back for that matchup. So it's absolutely – it's concerning right now. And it's it, it'd be one thing to lose a game, but just to lose it the way they did and with who they're losing on the field too now – I don't really even think to talk about contending right now. And I don't want to be like that person that is on social media that like season's over. They should hang it up. This is terrible. I don't want to watch them anymore. I'm not that person, but I can't really think of them as a playoff team right now. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It feels almost like I did after the uh, Jets game last year. I think it was a similar record. And it made me go, ooh, I don't know if this team's going to make the playoffs. They were five and four. 
five and four. And they could be that after next week because yeah. the Panthers aren't a very good team. But this team didn't look very good tonight. Um, that's where it really feels like the 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 positive spin on this to be forty Let's something. Let's do it. Let's do podcast. it. Give me some positive. All right. The only positive spin I've got on this is just so. I think when you look at the narratives from last year, it was very up and down to start the season. This is just how this team's going to play early on because they don't play. They don't have a very strenuous training camp they don't get these guys playing together very much all the preseason injuries and they don't really play preseason so it's up and down at the beginning and they lose some games they should win they win some games they're at an okay spot four and four five and four whatever exactly how i felt though it was exactly i just hope they can make the playoffs that's kind of where i am right now it's just i hope they can make the playoffs and I remember plenty of times last year thinking they're not going to do it because they lost to the Chargers and the Chargers have now got the wild card over them or they're not going to do it because they lost to this team or whatever. They I, <sighs> 10 wins feels like the lock to make the playoffs. I don't know if they get there. Six more wins to go six and what three over this back half. That's going to be pretty bad, pretty brutal. I don't know. But, you know, nine wins, maybe you can still get in. I still feel like this team, they only had one home playoff game last year. And even if they played in Vegas, I feel like they might beat the Raiders. Uh, probably beat the Raiders. I don't know. It was a closer game than I'm letting on. I don't even feel like that but game was close. So, but It did feel like the Bengals were in control the entire time, although the Raiders were a throw away from tying it. Isn't um, it weird? Isn't yeah. it weird? Uh, but uh, so – they won two road playoff games last year. If they make it as a wild card, I don't count them out. Even with the injuries and all these other issues, they're going to get stronger over the back half of the schedule. They get their reader back, their best nose tackle in the league. They get him back. They get, you know, they hopefully get chase back sometime fairly soon. And then you're looking at maybe you can make the run. Maybe you do the same thing last year. Last year, they weren't supposed to really win the division, make the playoffs and make their run. But they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs twice. Do you beat the Chiefs this year? Do you beat the Bills? Do you beat the Bucks? Do you beat the Titans? All these teams that are really good, do you go in there and beat them? Because this team usually does play up to their opponent unless it's the Browns. When it's the Browns, they just they fall over. But against every other team I've watched the Bengals play, they play up to their opponent and they give them a challenge. So can they take those teams on and beat them again? That's, that's the way that they can make the playoffs, make a run, get hot, and actually, you know, Make another run to the Super Bowl. I, I, I picked them. I, I'm hoping I can stick with it. In you my picked heart. the Eagles too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. So that okay, I'm all about this. So I loved that. And what and what you said, you bring up a really great point. I'm going to make this fast because we only have about three minutes. But it was in December, early December of last year, is when they really started to turn it around. It was the game in Denver. And they were facing a really good defense. It wasn't like a beautiful win or anything like that, but they did enough on the road and they won that game and they went on their run because that's when everyone thought, well, this is maybe the must win game. You have to win. You have to start to, to prove that you, you deserve to be in this conversation of the playoffs, um, how you started out the season. And then they hit that funk going into their bye. They could have that same record going into their bye at five and four differences they went off two losses going into their bye last year but I agree with you maybe they play up to their opponent and then maybe you look at Tampa and they're not as good as what we thought they were going to be Steelers a question mark you got to win at some point in your division if you want to go to the playoffs 
Um, and then you get Baltimore to, to end the season. I feel like they're going to do that. They're going to reel us all in when they're like, ah, it's, we're not. I mean, there's a lot of people like writing it off tonight. Like this is I'm like, wow, you have not been a, around long enough. If this is going to make you stop being a fan or watching this team. Um, but I've watched far worse football. Believe me, I can. This is not as bad as it, I, I've seen, but it's it's questionable and it's not great right now. But again, it's a week by week thing. It's a week by week thing when you're without Jamar Chase. It's a week by week thing when you could have DJ Reader back after the bye week. You know, you hope these injuries that you've dealt with tonight aren't season ending and you get good news. So all of that is going to be big this week when we find out updates on the injured players. But at the same time, it's just that's where they're at right now. You you don't control your destiny in the AFC North anymore. And but they didn't last year. You're right. You're right. They didn't. They really didn't. I mean, it could have. It could have. Like, if they if they don't beat the Chiefs, it comes down to beat the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it comes down to the Cleveland game, and it's just this league. I this we don't know a thing about this league. We don't know a thing about this league ever. We definitely don't know a thing about this league in 2022. I mean, it's been absolutely wild to me. Some of the teams that are up and and where the season's going, even on the NFC side, the AFC side is just not what people thought it would be in the AFC West. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm right there. I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, there, I think it's a short week. It's a long season. That's, that's just the point of it is just whether you lose by 30 or you lose by four, it counts the same and it's a long season. So you're four and four. That's not the end of the world. I know the schedule's hard on paper. Things change. Hey, schedule's hard on paper. Schedule's hard on paper last year. They shouldn't have made the playoffs. There was plenty of times they were under like a 30% chance to make the playoffs, and then they'd rattle off a win against the Chiefs. They'd rattle off a win against the Broncos. They'd beat the Raiders. They'd beat the the Ravens again. They'd beat the Steelers again. It's just the multiple playoff teams are able to beat them and run the table and make the playoffs, win the division, and then go on their run to the Super Bowl. Can you just catch that again? And I know it sounds almost derogatory to say they got lucky. Every single team that ever makes a Super Bowl or wins a Super Bowl gets lucky. They didn't lose their quarterback. They didn't lose this guy. You know, the injury luck was on their side or even not that. You think of the Rams, they got lucky that Jaquiski Tart drops mm-hmm. the interception. They got lucky that, you know, the Bucks blew a coverage and let Cooper Cup get down the field. And they got lucky they got that, that call on Logan. Yeah, they got lucky they got that call on Logan Wilson. But, you know, it, it's the no. Bengals got lucky too. You know, they, they plenty they of things. Did. Every team that makes a Super, makes Super Bowl wins Super Bowl gets lucky. So I, I don't think of that as a negative thing. It's not like any team that's ever the preseason predicted favorite just runs the table, looks dominant, and wins the whole thing. It, the closest thing was probably the 17-0 Patriots, and then they lost to the Giants. So it's just – there's so much luck that goes into that. So can you get yourself in a position to get there? Because I think this team will play well in the playoffs if they can make it because they've got a smart defensive coordinator that's going to adapt the game plan to them. They've got a good quarterback. They've got good weapons. They can hang with anybody. Can they get there? That's the big thing. And if they can get there with a home game, that's even better. But can they get there? That's that's the big part here. Starts next week. If, if they drop the game to the Panthers, it gets to a real dicey situation. But if they can win the game as the Panthers, they get their bye week. Don't want to look too far ahead. You beat Pittsburgh. Now you're 6-4. and four, And I feel like that's a fine spot to be to try to make the playoffs. Three more wins could get you in. Four more probably does. And, and I'll say this because we do have to turn this podcast off soon. Um, no, I, I agree with you. And the good news is I talked about it before with the lump of the, the lumpiness of the AFC right now after it drops off the Bills in Kansas City. 
you can get out of that lump. You can get out of that lump and make a name for yourself in the second half of the season after bye week. So we'll have more later this week, a preview short week as we look ahead to the Panthers as they come to town. Cincinnati is back home, sweet home at Paycor Stadium. Make sure you're following along. Bengals underscore Saiyans at LNDS Patterson. Thank you for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.